What is up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Nofter 30 podcast? Sorry for the delay, and this is a way overdue podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me, as you can tell, my voice is kind of raspy. I've been fighting the flu. But the good thing is we are back. Here it is, episode 92. This is Brad Myers. The NBA is a work. This is kind of a smorgasbord of a podcast, but this podcast talks about the rise of, of Smash Wrestling you know, a small indie promotion that goes and actually gets a TV deal, national and worldwide, international exposure. Incredible. Um, Brad Myers kind of tells a story from his point of view. It's not a wrestling podcast, although we do talk about wrestling and the Smash Wrestling stuff, but it's a lot more than that. So tune in, check it out. Let me know how it goes. Other than that, uh, Aaron Chalupa's uh, the Awkward Throw Clear is coming out with episode 7 with Brendan Dixon, the Honey Cowboy, that will be released on the same day. We're going to double down and hopefully it works out. Check it out. Love you guys and thank you for the love and support. This is the Not After 30 Podcast, a podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. That's all you need. Yeah, I'm talking into it now instead of, <laughs> that's that. instead of like this. Yeah, talking into you know? the mic helps when recording. Um, there's a time in the last show where I was talking and Alan ran down and physically moved the microphone into my face. Really? Yeah. I love Alan for all that. Whenever he like bolts and it's like something crazy is happening, I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? Yeah. I need, I just, I want an Alan tracker. Like, I want an Alan cam. I want yes. I want to pay someone to just follow him around with a yeah. camera. I think like, that'd be. Two camera deal. One guy who just follows in the distance and then a GoPro attached to his forehead. Yes. Yeah. Point of view of everything. Yeah. That'd be a great on demand exclusive. Alan view. Oh my God. But he'd have to do live commentary too. So like, I want to yeah. hear every single fuck shit, god damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything that he Nothing says. Nothing gets bleeped out. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, and then I want to also see like where he. Like sometimes you see him staring off into the distance. What are you staring at, Alan? What is it? He's watching wrestling. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll be like staring, watching like Ian or somebody walk around with a camera. Be yeah. like, is he just cursing him out in his head? Like oh, the fuck, the fuck, fuck. What are you doing? Stop <laughs> it! No, you're gonna walk right into. Oh, there it goes. That was an expensive camera you dropped. Oh, fuck. April went ass over tea kettle at uh, the last London show. No way. Yeah, so She's funny. the best one. She's the best camera person you guys got. Oh, did you see her take that Luke? No. From uh, from uh, Braxton Sutter? No. At the last show? After, the, after him and Mike did the whole handshake thing? Right. He tried to spit on Mike. Fucking curveballed right into her no! face. No! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I... Cause you know what? Yeah, cause that when that happened, I saw I saw it happen, but I thought he got him. Oh no no! Got, oh. got April right in the face. No. Scott and I on commentary in the first face. laughing. In the face. It's so funny. Actually, so so before Brent gets a t-shirt, April's gonna t-shirt in the face is gonna have a picture of her with spit in her face. Oh, that's terrible. But I, I could sell. I think it would sell. I mean, it's gross, but I think more Smash employees need to have personality, like profiles or something. Uh, I want Trevor on a t-shirt with a chair. No t-shirts. <sighs> Stickers. Stickers, sure. Uh, we can't We can't sell merch as, okay. as staff. Should we start this motherfucker? Let's do it. All right. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. I'm excited for this grapefruit IPA. Yeah. So this one's uh, off the shelf. This is uh, Hops and Robbers Grapefruit IPA Double Trouble Brewing Company. Chink. Cheers to that. Strong beer with natural red grapefruit flavor. Oh, 
Oh, it's from Gulef, Ontario. Oh, from Gulef. Gulef. Just, just west of the city. That's good. Yeah, it's it's nice for a strong beer. It's nice. Yeah. What's the percentage on it? Five and five point nine. Five point nine. That's not too strong. Well, that's what it says on here: strong beer. Yeah, but I mean, like when you get up into the eight percent and the ten, right? That's when the beer is gross. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> Shake. Why am I drinking this, this, tree soup? Yeah. Ugh. 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 Just so much. <laughs> so much. Um, hops. hops. Yeah. But even when it's that, like it's it's not the hops that kills me, it's like the thickness of it. Like it almost tastes like a syrup. Yeah. Or has the consistency of a syrup. Yeah, and it, do, Kate, have you did you ever do that thing like when you first start drinking you don't know anything and a student and like you're broken you just buy like old E or just yep. like strong beer? Yeah. You're not drinking more than two of those. No. I used to drink um boxer. Oh, I don't know. Because I was so poor. It was like I think it was like $13 for a six-pack or something like that. Or no, it might have been a 12-pack for $13. Yeah, that sounds right, yeah. And it was the grossest <laughs> beer I've ever had. But fuck, man, like when I was in college, yeah. you, you drink what you can. You're not drinking for taste at that point. No, you're drinking to get messed up. Yes, I agree. Yeah. All right, let's get let's get going. I think this is uh, too much of a pre-podcast ramble. I mean, I guess it's officially the podcast, but... What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Not After 30 podcast? This is I'll Have to Record live and direct from the new Billy Shares Podcast Studio in lovely Milton, Ontario. I have across the table, uh, what's this, your eighth appearance? I don't know, man, but uh, when am I getting my own show? Whenever you're ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Myers Time with Brad Myers. Sure. Book it. Brad Myers, the voice of Smash Wrestling, back up in the cut. We got some big news, uh, what, like two, six weeks ago, a month, two months ago? Brad came to me, he's like, I got some huge news. I'm like, you want to break it on the podcast? He's like, no, I can't. I'm like, okay, well, come talk about when it breaks. Yep. And it recently broke. Brad, why don't you tell the good people of the podcast what's up? Uh, so, Smash Wrestling, we've been around for quite a bit. Uh, you've been to quite a bit. most of the shows. Yeah. Uh, we've uh, been doing it and doing it and grinding a lot. And uh, I guess about a month ago, three weeks ago, we... Uh, Announced a TV partnership with uh, the Fight Network, so every Thursday at 10 p.m., we air our content, and uh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty um, cool. As someone who has been told time and time again, like, it's not worth it, you know, why are you spending so much of your time with this, it's never going to amount to anything, like, to me, it's almost a big fuck you to everyone who said we couldn't do it, Yeah. and it feels so good to, to be able to say that. I feel yeah, and, and as a supporter and fan of everything, I am so proud. And uh, to be honest, it's as much of a victory for you guys, the fans, as it is for us, because you know this TV deal gives us exposure. Hopefully, it leads to bigger crowds. Hopefully, at least us being able to bring in bigger talent. And I mean, at the end of the day, everyone wins. I don't really think there's a way that being on TV is a loss for anyone. No, and and even with you know the model of today's cable network's kind of dying off it's still such a huge feather in the cap Mm -hmm. absolutely all right so how much uh, how much of it did you know happened because uh one uh sebastian recently uh sebastian one of the owners of smash wrestling had a couple conversations about it uh, that you can find out on the interweb uh he talks a little bit about it but what what were you privy to what did you know and and how do you kind of break how how did like you how did it all start um I mean, I've known that Sebastian had wanted to go with the Fight Network for 
God, probably like two years. He's been saying, you know, like, that's the goal. The goal is to be on the Fight Network. He said, at any time, we could have got one of those, uh, like, access TV channels to come and tape us and stuff like that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, he wanted Fight Network, and that was his goal. And I think kudos to him for pushing and pushing and pushing, you know, sending tapes and then giving us feedback on where we needed to improve and then us taking the steps to improve there. And I think, you know, the way he told us was really special. He had uh, all the staff and all the the boys. Show- 15, 20 people? About that, yeah. yeah I think okay. there's about eight staff and I think most of the core guys. Actually, maybe more staff, but I think there, there was a good group of people there and uh, he had us all sit down and nobody really knew what the hell was going on. Like he said, you know, there's a ma- mandatory meeting at this Everybody. time. Everybody, if you're... And- if you're here, you're part of this meeting. Yeah, and okay. we were like, what like, what the hell's going on? And when he said TV, I mean, he almost started to cry. We all almost started okay, to cry. Hold on. He said, he just, he, he sat everybody down and said, TV and started crying? Uh, no, he didn't start crying, but I mean, he said, we've been working towards something for a long time, and as of, I can't remember what the date was, we got TV, and we're with the Fight Network. And it was like... Oh my God! Everything we've been doing for the past three, four years. Like, okay, so give me the give me the lay of the land. Like, everyone's shocked. Everyone's hugging and rejoice. Somebody had a bottle of champagne ready to go. What happened? I think everyone was just super, super excited. Um, you could tell it was a big accomplishment for Sebastian. I'd love to get him on this show. Yeah, we've to talk talked about, about this we've because we talked about doing this show. He he's hard to like, hard guy to get a hold of. He is. Um, but I mean, he was so happy, and I think. To see that was very inspiring for all of us because, you know, that was his goal with the company. And, I mean, from here, where we go next is is limitless, you know? I mean, we have that international exposure now. The Fight Network's on 30, in 30 different countries. So, I mean... Did that weird you out at all? A little bit. Right? A little bit. You might be an international man of mystery very shortly. Yeah, you never know. If you're not already. I am. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy. And I mean, with our on-demand platform, we had had subscribers in crazy countries. I think we had people in Italy, people in yeah. France. And I mean, now to have weekly TV in thirty countries is nuts. Right. So. So what is that then? Like, what is obviously the exposure is number one. But what else does Fight Network give to Smash Wrestling? I think exposure is the biggest thing for us, um, getting a chance to show our product to people. And the thing with the Fight Network is they don't want us to change. They like what we're presenting. They like what uh, what we have to offer. And the fact of the matter is they like us. Right. It's not like... It's not like we, they want us to change to be a different promotion. They like the underground, gritty look to us, and they want that to be pushed. And I think that's super cool. Right. Uh, it's really inspiring to have you know, a, a TV company and a TV organization believe in the vision that you're pushing. So, okay, so... Again, other than exposure, like what else do they bring to the table? Is it like money that they bring to the table? Is it do they do they help with production? Do they help with anything? I honestly have no idea. It's top secret. Yeah, I haven't been told anything. Uh, <laughs> you don't get clearance on that. Yeah, that's above my pay grade. Fair enough. Um, but I mean, from everything I've heard, is is they love it. They love what what we're doing. They love where we're going. They love the vision. So, I mean, such big news. Yeah. Um, so. I really didn't. When you told me that there was big news, 
I thought somebody was coming in. Like I thought he, some a big town or somebody was. In. And I was like, okay, who could it be? Like who are some of the big free agents that are out there? And I couldn't really think of anybody that would be big news mm-hmm. because I feel like most people that you you normally would see, you kind of have seen floating around. All yeah, the time. and I mean that's that's the the hard thing about independent wrestling in 2017 is that as soon as a guy becomes a big draw, they're going to get scooped up. Right. So for us, it's about, I think, more building a brand Mm -hmm. and building the name value of our company rather than relying on names Mm -hmm. to come in. That being said, we're obviously going to bring in the top talent from around the world, and I think that's really gone to show recently. I mean, you've seen Jay White, a guy from New Zealand, um, who else we brought in? We had Kato Kiyomiya from uh, Pro Wrestling Noah in Japan. Right, right. I mean, these guys don't live here. Right. You know what I mean? Well, you so have to come I mean, from Japan. Yeah. You know, for an indie show in Toronto. And the cool thing about Kato is they don't send a lot of good guys on excursion anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if you're familiar with the excursion process, but essentially when you're a young boy in Japan... You do. Young, young boys like an apprentice. In the yeah, yeah, so they're like a trainee. Yeah. These are the guys that cook the meals for all the veterans. They live in a dojo. They Pro Wrestling Noah used to be really big on sending guys out on excursion to learn, but they don't really do it anymore. So the fact that a guy like Kato is on excursion right now means they have pretty big plans for him in the future. Yeah. So that's cool for us to be able to say, you know, we had this guy. Well, how, how many guys have come through the Smash promotion who, who are now on the biggest platform, with, you know, with titles around their waist. Oh, God. You guys had, like, a count at one point. It was, like, uh, like eight cha- like eight WWE yeah. champions who have gone to the... Which is insane. I mean, like, just to name a few, Rich Swan, Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens, right. uh, Johnny Gargano, yep. Tommaso Ciampa, yeah, yeah. Cassius Ono. Joe. Samoa, Samoa Joe. Joe. Yeah. He's yeah. in the main event of SummerSlam yeah. now. I there mean, like... The amount of talent that's come through our doors in such it's, a short period of time. So on, on a very small scale, you know, my wife will, will walk into the room and she's like, oh, you're watching wrestling. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm watching wrestling. But see this guy right here? Like, I met this guy in person. At a, you know, <laughs> like I met Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens at a Smash show after I heard his Stone Cold interview, podcast interview. Yeah. And where he tried so hard to get... Sammy Zayn over to Stone Cold and Stone Cold couldn't read between the lines. He was saying, uh, Stone Cold's gone. I can't do a very good Stone Cold, very good Stone Cold impression, but he said, you know, your, your, your buddy El Generico, you and him really lit up and Owens goes, yeah, you know, there's a guy named Sammy Zayn now who's doing the exact same stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and it went right over Stone Cold's head. But I went up to him and I'm like, listen, I just heard you on the Stone Cold podcast. You were incredible. Yeah. So funny. And he just said thank you. And he gave me the, uh, the, the wrestler's handshake, which I didn't even think was still a thing. And I was blown away by it. And the, for those who don't know, the wrestler's handshake is the weaker the handshake, the harder they, they work. Or yes. The, the stiffer they work. Yeah. Which means, like, you know, you might get laced in the face a couple times. You know, you might get kicked a little bit harder than, than fake, so... Yeah. Yeah. And so. I mean, you're right. That, that handshake doesn't really exist anymore, but... Uh, it's like a... It's like a does it exist, doesn't exist kind of thing. Yeah, it's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a secret society. People, <laughs> yeah, that's people it. People don't know. That's it. That's, pro wrestling is the biggest secret society on earth. I think so, right? 100%. It has to be. Yeah. That and the NBA. The NBA is like, yes. no one understands it's, it's not real. It's all fit. It's a work? It's a work. Oh, man. We got to dig into this. <laughs> Live. New show. <laughs> Brad Meyer is a conspiracy theorist. I'm down. Yeah, I like it. 
I'm down. I'll dig into the NBA being a work. It is a work. How oh. else would you explain the the Steph Curry versus LeBron James saga that they're building? It's basically Jordan Bird. I mean, you're right. All over again. And this is blowing my mind. I don't know why I've never thought of yeah. this right now. NBA is a work. It is a work. I'm taking this away. That's All the right. title of this podcast. It, the NBA is a work. Yeah, Brad Myers. <laughs> yeah, Brad Myers. The NBA is a work. Yeah, Perfect. I like Love it. it. Okay, so Smash. Um, everything's progressing nicely. It seems. Yeah, it seems that way. And and so, what kind of feedback are you guys getting from Fight Network? on your first couple weeks on Fight Network? From what I've heard, they love it. Good. Uh, everyone I've talked to has been very positive about it. Uh, it doesn't hurt that we've showed some pretty banger matches. Right, yeah. Uh, all, all the good ones, yeah. That Fatal 4-Way. Yeah. Right? I missed that, but I saw I saw the highlights of it on, on the Smash. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Cobb? Ty Cobb? Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb. Ty Cobb, Ty Cobb is a <laughs> baseball player. Very dead baseball player. Very dead, yeah. 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 Um, well, first of all, that, that guy's insane. Built like a fridge. Yeah, yeah, he's got one of the strangest wrestling bodies I've ever seen. Yeah. I think him and Elgin, those guys big, are going to tear men. it up one day. Yeah, big men who look like they hit hard, um, you know, built like brick shit houses, but also can go. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they, don't, they don't get out of there. The man did a standing shooting side press. Ridiculous. I lost my mind. Ridic- I can't even do that into a pool. No, me neither. Yeah, like, let alone doing it off, uh, what, Five foot pole, five five foot turnbuckle. He did it standing, man. That's ridiculous. He was standing right next to him. Did a shooting star press. That's ridiculous. Unbelievable. Okay, so like, so hot matches, all that stuff's going really, really well. Um, even though, like you know, you said like the sky's the limit kind of thing. What is the next step for a smash? Do you know? Is that is that? I have, have no idea. I wish I did. I wish I could tell you. I honestly, I have no idea what the next step is. Right. Uh, hopefully, big things. Um, Any bigger? I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Okay, uh, maybe you can tell me. What happened? Why did you guys change your logo again? Okay, so... Because I'm disappointed. I don't like the new logo. You don't? I don't like it that much. I like it. It kind of looks a little like it could have been like a first logo. Yeah, I know. Did you design it? No. Okay, well, I really like the last logo. So did I, but I'll tell you right now, any image of the CN Tower is copyrighted by CN. Makes sense. So in order... To use a logo with the CN Tower, we probably would have to pay them a lot of money. Did you guys at least look into it? Uh, no. Okay. It, it turns might not out, have been that much money. It turns out we don't have a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Wait, an indie promotion doesn't have That's a lot it. of money? That's okay. it. We don't have corporate sponsors. Yeah, imagine that. So uh, for us, it was it was uh, kind of like the next step of the evolution, too. Right. I mean, we started out with that logo that I designed and looking back on that. The, the, the broken... Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The smashed letter. Yeah, the, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Play on words, like we did yeah. there. Yeah. So from there, we kind of progressed to kind of take on the embodiment of Toronto. Right. And I think the biggest thing... Um, we had a couple reasons as to why. We we partnered with WrestleCrate in the UK. Right. And we watched some of the unboxing videos and people would pull out the pamphlet that had the logo on it and go, oh... Smash Wrestling from Seattle. Oh, like the, the, was that the Space Needle? Yeah. Oh. And so we were like, well, maybe this isn't as obvious as we think it is. Uh, We're too close to it, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, we know what it means, but... Exactly. Those dumb idiots in (laughs) England. So, the next logical step, if you're already the embodiment of Toronto, is why not be the embodiment of Canada? Right. And I think for us, that was the next logical step, especially with the TV deal coming into it yeah. and being able to kind of encompass all of the, com- the, the country and say, you know, this is Canada's best and right. this is what we're here for. 
Uh, I don't think it's picking up. If you guys hear a rumbling, um, we have neighbors that uh, it's a laundromat next door to us. And all right, anyways. Okay, so I okay, so here's how I feel with the new logo. I I like it obviously. I just wish maybe the maple leaf wasn't as dominant as it is. <laughs> I feel like on a globe on a global scale, yeah, probably makes sense. But on a local scale, it's kind of like I feel like every Canadian promotion has that. To an extent, and these are all things that we discussed when we were going through the logo creation process. I, I didn't get a phone call. I wasn't on that conference call. Well, you know, as, as your number one fan and uh, maybe one of the longest running fans, I feel like I should have some kind of pull. Well, next time. Yeah, next next logo. <laughs> next time, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but for us, we thought, and I mean, this is going off conversations I've had. Mm-hmm. We thought the the Maple Leaf was the number one priority. Yep. Because how else do you? Encompass Canada. You know, right. we thought about a moose, that doesn't work. Okay. I thought about a beaver, that doesn't work. Either. I think it, it opens you up to a lot of jokes too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And when you, we, I love the idea of using an animal, but at the same time, where do you go with that? How do you make a logo that screams Canada? Right. With a moose. Yeah, I mean, like Sleeman does it. That's a beaver. Sleeman? Yeah. Isn't it a moose? No. No, you're wrong. Look it up. All right. Look it up. You think of moose head, that's a moose. Yeah, that might be right. Sleeman, I'm almost 100% sure, is a beaver. Let's find out. Okay, but anyways, please go on. Um, and so, I mean, James Allen and I spent probably hours and hours bouncing ideas off of each other. Um, you know, how do we make it look like a leaf but not like a leaf? Or how do, right. we, how do we accompany a leaf into the logo? And what we came up with, or what Allen came up with... You're right. Um, kudos to Alan because I think the logo's great. Alan, who's also not Canadian. Right. <laughs> who's one of those dummies from England. But uh, essentially, you're going to get slapped in the face in the next show for that comment. I would not. Alan, we have an understanding. I bring him English treats from the brewery store by my, by my work. Do you really? I do, yeah. That's outstanding. Yeah. Well, you know what? Here's how it would I mean, I've told you guys already, like, I obviously, obviously, very much appreciate what you guys do, and I have a, have a very much a very very big love for it. And I, I, you know, I brought Alan a beer once or twice, and he's a, you know doesn't really drink during the show. Um, but after the show, but, my God, yeah, right, my God. But after the show, I'm on the first train train like home because yeah, yeah, of course. Um, do you real? You probably actually realize from where you are, but uh, the Phoenix in Toronto technically. Not really in Toronto, though. The Phoenix is downtown Toronto. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, Phoenix is in Corktown, which is east of downtown Toronto. The Phoenix is downtown Toronto. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not, dude. Yes, it is. Agree or disagree? No. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Phoenix, Phoenix is in downtown Toronto. No, it's not. Can you get to it by subway? Can you? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, what does yeah. that mean? It's in downtown. That doesn't mean shit. Is there skyscrapers around the Phoenix? No. You in downtown. No, you're not right. Yeah. You're not right. You're in downtown. Okay. It's uh, it's in Corktown. Sure. Agree? I don't know what Corktown yeah. is. Corktown is... It's basically a, Young and Bloor. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Young and Bloor is literally around the corner. No, you're wrong. Nobody's going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> They're like, they argued about... <laughs> Like this area that I don't know about. The reason I know that is one of my best buddies lives around the corner from it. Oh, so your buddy lives at Young and Bloor? No, he lives in Corktown, <laughs> which is east of downtown. It's not considered downtown. It's considered downtown. No, it's not. To me, it's considered downtown. They, downtown, it's downtown for me is like 
um, like anything like real young street, like not off a of young street, like it has to be like core plus stadium stuff, and then maybe entertainment district. There's my case. All right. Anyways, what, where were we going before this? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. You went on this whole tear about. Uh, what was I talking? I want to almost stop and go back. And- you were talking about Alan Taylor. Oh yeah, I bring him candy because uh, Versh candy because I know he appreciates it, and I appreciate what he does, and I appreciate like that guy sweats for like I'm sure he sweats all the way up to like when doors open and then when doors close again. But when I see him when doors open, he's already been sweating all day. Oh yeah, and then and I know he's working hard. If if he gets like a little bit of excitement after I just bring him some candy from England. I feel like it's maybe helped him a little bit survive through that. There's game. nobody in the company who works as hard as Alan Taylor. No, he's the hardest working person I think I know. Yeah, me too. Right? That man he, eats, sleeps, breathes wrestling. He hates working, but can't stop working. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And all the credit to him because without Alan, we're nothing. Right. He, yeah, he's your most valuable player? Yes. Yeah. 100%. I, I think, yeah, I, I don't, this is how I kind of see it. I'm not going to agree with any ranking systems you're about to throw out. Alan Taylor, um, maybe James. I'm sure a chunk of people I don't know. Um, Camera Cruz. Brad Myers. Scott Hunter. I'll take that as a little victory. Dustin. 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 No, Brad Myers, Dustin, Scott Hunter. What about Alicia? Who's Alicia? Come on now. Give me a clue. She's the backstage interviewer. Oh, not even impressed, dude. She's got to go. She's got to go. No. Yeah. Don't say that. I feel like she's like uh, every single girl you see on WWE who's kind of just like good looking. I mean. And there. She she's good looking. loves wrestling. Does she? Yeah. Is she one of Nikki's friends? No. Okay. because She runs a music blog. Yeah. I've only heard it like 600 times whenever she's on Smash TV. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You have to edit this part out. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I run a very successful Canadian podcast and never get asked to do anything for Smash Wrestling. Hey, man. I'm just putting it out there. Whatever. Hey, man. Not like I, I fucking do a music blog, vlog, blog, blog, blog. I mean, I guess it would be a vlog too. But she made her own opportunities, man. She yes. showed up and um, interviewed Cherry Bomb Alley, mm-hmm. and the video went viral. Did it? And um, you know, she came back to interview some more people. Mm-hmm. And when, uh, to be honest, it was almost, why aren't we using her? Oh, yeah, but, I, you know, she she interviews people for a living. So she's, wait, that's her real gig? That's her gig. No. Yeah. Wait, her, her blog is her gig? Yeah. Good for her. She's an influencer for Budweiser, mm-hmm. for Volkswagen, or not Volkswagen, but she got sent to Coachella. Like, when you say influencer, you mean chill? I, I don't know what it means. Like, she posts about it, and people are supposed to enjoy yeah. it. But, I mean, like, she's got a vote on the Junos. Well, good for her. And, like, she's super successful. Good for her. Uh, I take it back, then. I'm, Alicia, I'm sorry. <laughs> I take it back. As I you did, should be. I didn't know that much. Oh, you know what? I felt really bad. This I, Where we were located last uh, show, on that one corner, uh, she was hopping in and out. Probably shouldn't have worn a skirt. And I felt super <laughs> awkward, because, obviously, we're looking up at the ring. Also... 
you know, looking up her skirt, which is like, we weren't intending to do it, like, but you can't get around it, right? Because like, you look away for like three seconds and then like, you know, whatever, it's not like you're missing anything in the ring, but very awkward moment. And then you kind of make eye contact with her because you look away and then you look back and she's still kind of climbing out of the ring and then you're like, ah, shit, I don't want to be that guy who's looking up her skirt. Well, she's, cause you know, cause there's some people, and I'm sure you know, there's some people with some high powered lens who sit front row. And you, I know you know who I'm talking about. No comment. Yeah, exactly. Say, say, don't, don't say anything. No comment. But they, they sit front row and they just love suplexes in women, women's matches. Jesus. I, I can't help it, man. I see it and I'm just like, oh. This is I, like the honesty hour right I, now. The honesty hour with Brad Myers, the other new show on the network. Book it. I'll send you my booking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, buddy, whenever you want your own show, all you have to do is record something and send it in. I don't have anything to record with. Oh, my God. You speak into a mic. Yeah, it's on my mic. Oh, my God. How hard is it to find a mic? It's production's mic. <sighs> You want content, you hook me up with the, oh my God. <laughs> the means. You'll get a weekly podcast. It'll be like just like uh, Hacker Scotty O'Shea's podcast. Is that still going? Yeah. Oh, I don't uh, wrestle with myself? Yeah. I was on it a few times once. Are you? Yeah. Funny story about that. Uh, we were halfway through, and uh, he decided uh, we were going to take a break because his girlfriend brought down pizza, and he's like, yeah, we'll be back. Never came back. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, pizzas and podcasts don't go well together. No, they don't. Um, for uh, what UFC was it? It was uh, the UFC that Misha Tate won. Oh, so forever ago because yeah. you said Misha Tate and win. Right, right, right. Yeah. I, mean, I feel terrible because she's hot, but I know. But it was that UFC that my buddy Kyle and I we podcast for a little bit. Then we went to watch a fight. We were so drunk we came back. We were gonna do like a recap, and we we walked and grabbed a pizza on the way home which was just across through the time. And the whole podcast, we're like... That's... Great fire. That's disgusting. Great fire, yeah. I had people write in and tell me that they'll stop listening to the podcast if they ever hear that again. Really? Yeah. Let, let, we were recording last night. John brought um, chips and hummus. And I said to him, dude, you can't bring anything crunchy onto the podcast. You people shouldn't be eating that. at all on a podcast. Right? And he said to me, he goes, yeah, no, you just turn away from the mic. The first thing he does... Outstanding. John, what are you doing to the mic right now? I had to stop it. I was like, we never edit anything. I have to edit this out now, man. Alan would murder me. Yeah. I would be dead. Yeah, on my shoulder, I got this little miniature Alan on one side, and, I don't know, somebody else on the other side, and Alan's yelling at me right now. Don't you fucking eat. (laughs) I hit the microphone on. (laughs) You're going to get crumbs all over the microphone. I want to do a Pink Floyd Pink Floyd reference. We just had a discussion about how I much know. neither of us like Pink Floyd. I can't remember it. How could you? Well, you deserve it if you don't have any pudding. No, how did that go? Where's that from? Just stop. From? I can't help it. Just stop. It's been a weird Figure day. Figure it out. It's been a weird day, Why? Dude. Why has it been a weird day? I don't know, man. The days are long. Sounds like a country song. Days are long. Short nights are short. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. You it's are been a, weird a terrible one. songwriter. Yeah, I know. I know Anyways, funny. let's get back to the topic because we just got yeah. completely derailed. Yeah, it's a strong beer, man. I'm already feeling drunk. What do you have, like three sips? Yeah. All right. Dude, I'm a dad now. Okay. Uh, my drinking has gone down and my tolerance has gone down. Uh, he's gone up. Not incorrect. Not incorrect? Incorrect. Incorrect. If your tolerance has gone up. Low tolerance. You should be able to That's right. just pound my, them back and be fine. My drinking level has gone down, so has my tolerance. And um, only I, we recorded yesterday, we drank a couple sips out of this Jameson bottle. 
and I was already getting loosey-goosey. Oh, loosey-goosey. Oh, buddy, we were talking about some weird things. I'm excited to listen to that. Well, I just released it today. Uh, Greta, she came in and showed me these dick pics that she got sent. Oh, good. And she was like, how big this dick is? And I said, it's not that big. And she said, yeah, I know it's huge. I'm like... I don't know, maybe the camera's, like, really close? I, didn't even, I wasn't that impressed by it. Like, listen, if it's a good-looking dick, I'll say it's a good-looking dick. But I didn't think it was that impressive. Wow. But maybe she hasn't seen a lot of dicks. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe. I don't, maybe I watched too much porn. I can't figure it out. Anyways, Smash Tristan. I don't know where to go after that. Yeah. Um, but okay, so why don't, we tell, why don't we tell everybody what's going on this weekend? Sure. So this weekend, uh, Super Showdown 5, biggest show of the year. Uh, we've got some pretty, pretty big matches. Um, I think the most intriguing of all is Speedball Mike Bailey against Bobby Lashley. Yeah, former um, WWE champion. F- former WWE champion, former TNA champion, whatever they're called now. MMA. He's wrestled in MMA. He's done... He's fought in MMA. Sorry, fought in MMA. He's basically done everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's one of those guys who doesn't really take a lot of independent bookings. Uh, you don't really see him pop up on many shows. So for us, I think it's unique. Mm-hmm. And I also think for him, it's a chance to go out and basically tell all of his haters, fuck you, I can go. Yeah, that's got to be a big thing for him because he's a big dude. He's a big dude. Yeah. And uh, he's up against Speedball, who... I mean, Isn't a big dude. He's a small dude, yeah. and, but that man is quick. That yes. guy hits hard. High flyer. He flies around the ring. He does a shooting star knee drop. And, I mean... The possibilities for this match are endless. It, it's it's a very good David and David versus Goliath. Yeah, absolutely. Fight, yeah. Absolutely. And uh, also, I mean, we have Mark Haskins coming back to challenge Tyson Dukes yes. for the title that he never lost. That is the match I'm most excited for. I that that I mean, and that's a long like that's a long slow burn. Absolutely. With a I mean, year in, in the making. It's a it's a slow burn and it's an unfortunate slow burn because right. I mean Haskins got injured. People right. didn't know if he was ever going to come back. Right. Thankfully, he did. Thankfully, he stole he's the okay. show last. He last absolutely run. did. Yeah. He absolutely yeah. did. And you know, uh, when, when you see, I him, cried. No, you didn't. I swear to God. Why? When people were chanting, uh, "What are they? Welcome home to yeah. him." Oh, buddy, I teared right no, up. No, you did. Yeah, one hundred percent. Is there a video? I teared up. James teared up. Scott teared up. Beautiful, Alan. No, because Alan doesn't cry. I don't know. Alan's up in the the bird's nest yeah. all the time, so I can't see. I love. Him. I love seeing him up there. But I love man, seeing him. it was uh, it was emotional. You know what? He he's a guy. He's a next level guy. Haskins? Yes. He's unbelievable. Everyone on the card's great, and then you see him go, and they're like, "Oh, this is what I want to watch." Yeah. This guy is what I want to watch. Yeah. Mark Haskins is easily one of my favorite wrestlers. He's also one of the nicest people I've ever met. I I started following his um, Instagram a couple days after the show, and I saw that he he did some things around. Like he went to Canada's Wonderland. Yep. Yeah, I was mad. I was so bummed I didn't go go. They took everyone. I had to work. I was pissed. Uh, You didn't want to take a sick day. I should have. You should have. Then it'd be all over the Instagram. Yeah, of course. Oh, Brad, uh, how was uh, Canada's Wonderland? You come back with a sunglass burn. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How was that sick day? Don't want to talk about it. Uh, I'm slowly recovering. Uh, And then uh, this weekend we have a tables match. Yep. With uh, the Super Smash Brothers and TDT. Yeah, that will be... TDT's also quickly becoming my favorite people. They're just a bunch of badass dudes. They... A, their intro music's awesome. Yes. The bar scene, awesome. Uh, They're so good. They just take no shit, and they yeah. will beat the shit out of you. And like, and but people, uh, I think when I first saw them, I was like, ah, weak gimmick. The Rougeau brothers 2.0. And then they're so much better than that. Yeah. 
I think the match that really won it's them making, over though. with everyone was the match against the Riots. At the uh, uh, see, I didn't like that. I didn't like that match. You didn't like that match. No, I you know I didn't like the riots. The first time I saw them. Did you like them? Uh, the second time at the tag tournament. Um, because that was that match that everyone went crazy for with uh, TDT. Oh, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking of when uh, Progress invaded. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. So no. So that I I wasn't impressed. Although people were raving about, it, I didn't. I wasn't impressed by it. Really. Um. I think the tag. I think you're right. I think the the tag tournament is where I I switched on TDT. That was the match that made them in Smash. Mm. Um. Because they haven't had a bad match since. Yeah. Well, they're they're, they're another like turn up guys. Like they're they're the guys you want to watch. Yep. Because a. Like nothing they do looks soft. Everything that they do looks like it hurts. It looks like it hurts. And I mean, and these, they look like guys that hurt people. These are two big guys. These aren't small guys. No, like stocky guys. And Thomas Dubois does one of the most beautiful moonsaults I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's it's, it's up there. It's like a Daniels inspired. Yeah, yeah it yeah. doesn't make any sense as to yeah. how it's so good. Uh, one of the reasons why I like him is um, who, who's a shorter guy of the two? Uh, Saint Jacques. Yes. Um, he looks a lot like my uncle. Really? So weird. Like, uh, my brother and I always, you know, doesn't he look like Uncle Rob? That's funny. Yeah, he looks a little like Uncle Rob. Okay, so yeah. Uh, what else do you have? Um, Tarek? Tarek and Kevin Blackwood. Yes. Steel chairs are legal. Yes. That's going to be nuts. That is going to be nuts. Because the pull part they had on Smash TV was insane. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Blackwood very quickly becoming... Tattooed. Uh, right. He's definitely tattooed. Mm-hmm. He's very quickly becoming one of the best on our roster. Yeah, he uh, he's a very interesting guy. He, he has a, a killer look. He's under a year in the business. Really? Yes. Wow, good for him. And he he's Local one guy of, as well. He's from Buffalo. Close enough. He's a tattoo artist. Oh, really? <laughs> he is one of the. How old is he? I think he's my age. I think he's twenty-seven. Shit, that's kind of old to get into. Twenty-six it, right? or twenty-seven. He's only been doing it for about a year. Um, but he is just, he's next level. Yeah. He had a match against Tyson Dukes this weekend, or this past weekend, and it was unbelievable. He, he, I think he's got like a good, like a good gas tank. He can go. He can. Yeah. He can. Okay. So, all right. So him and Tarek, um, I don't know if you know this, but, uh, two shows ago I won, I won the chair. Yes. And so I got to bring something up. Maybe you can bring it to the, the brass rail, not the brass rail. We're taking it to the brass rail. (laughs) This is my favorite podcast ever. <laughs> the um, what am I trying to say? The brass, the Smash Wrestling brass. Sure. First, first ticket drawn. You win uh, like a, a poster and a subscription to yep. Smash and Demand. Second, you win uh, a T-shirt and a subscription to Smash and Demand. Third, you win a broken chair. Yeah, it's part of Smash Wrestling history, man. Yeah, but why didn't, I, why didn't I get a subscription? I'll make that happen. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. No worries. You didn't get it. Shouldn't have been a chair and a subscription, right? I'll make it happen. Thank Don't you. worry. Appreciate that. Send me a link. I as Hogan would say. I will. I'll send you a link. All right. What else you got on that card? Who's my boy Brent Banks going up against? Lewis Linden. Who's that? He's a guy from uh, Ohio. Uh-huh. He's very overlooked. Okay. He's. Very good in the ring. Uh, he's teamed with Flip Kendrick for a while as Aeroform. We've had them in a few yeah, times. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Um, really good, really crisp. Him and Banks are going to tear it up. Yeah? Yeah. All right. And this was an opponent handpicked by Brent Banks. That's right. I remember seeing the promotion on that. And that's not, like, that's not, um, like, storyline. That's Brent Banks said, I want to work him. Oh, that's good. And we said, sure, we'll bring him in. Okay, so 
What, what else are we missing on the card? I feel like we're missing two more. Uh, Sebastian Suave, John Greed. Right, yeah. Or sorry, Greed, no longer John. Oh, he... It's just Greed. Oh, his Neville treatment. Yeah, he's been Greed for about eight months, and I still okay. can't figure it out. Right. Um, that's going to be good. That uh, Kingdom's going to be there. Right. Which means, you know, he's going to get involved. Right. And, I mean, for me, it's going to be interesting to see if, if Greed can overcome both of them. I, um... I love Kingdom. I'm really enjoying Suave's new character. Me too. Uh, new uh, new gimmick, and uh, I I really like. I've really enjoyed this whole storyline so far. It's it's simple enough. It's easy. You know, if you miss a show, you you know, it's not like you can pick it back up. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 nice, clean, and simple. I really enjoy it. I feel like we're missing a match, but I, I feel like I can't. You know, we can probably just figure this out really quickly. I can't think of it. Off else. the top of your head, what do you think is going to steal a show? I think it's a toss-up between Haskins and Dukes. Yeah, that's my guess off the hop. Or Tarek and Blackwood. No, I think 100% Haskins and Dukes. And I think it's going to be... If, if it's not half an hour, I will, I'll be surprised. I think they're going to put a clinic on. Yeah, I think, I think that's... And I think it's going to leave the fans wanting more. Oh, are you trying to say, like... No, I have no idea what's going to happen, um, but it, because they're both so good, and they're both so good with wrestling, that I think they're going to come up with ideas that they just won't be able to fit into a match. Uh, Pepper and... Uh, oh, Pepper and Mike. Yeah. Braxton Sutter, Mike Rollins, the Wild Oiled Machines grudge match. Should be good. I'm a big fan of both of those guys. Um, Braxton... One of the most intense individuals, and Psycho Mike. Uh, Equally as intense. And just arguably one of the most entertaining people I've ever seen. Uh, in my life. I I think just on what it's showing me here, uh, I think that the Banks match is bumped to the uh, the dark match. No. Well, or I can't read one of the two. I mean, it's definitely not there, but. Uh, yeah, maybe it'd be maybe it's to be announced. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> yes, yeah. Finally, some late breaking news for the podcast. I'm pretty sure we announced it, but uh, I'm gonna try to release this before uh, before the show happens. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, let's let's tie this sucker off, uh, Brad. You want to before we go? Oh yes. I have one more story, please, and I wanted to save it to the end because I think it's the funniest thing in the entire world. Let's hear it. I don't think you've heard it yet. Okay. Um. So obviously, a couple weeks ago, we had our big first ever smash on the Fight Network night, and. I think we talked about it on a couple podcasts ago that I was on that, uh, you know, I was in a relationship and that ended. Mm-hmm. So not 10 minutes oh, no. after this show oh, starts, no. <laughs> don't I get a message from the ex-girlfriend that says, so, you're on TV now. <laughs> and what are you doing later? I said... Uh, Who is this? I said, yep. And she said, that was a weird thing to say. See, when flipping through channels, listen... It's 2017. Yeah. Nobody's flipping through channels anymore. Okay? <laughs> uh, 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 you said that? No. Uh, I should have. That's great. But 100%, you're not flipping through channels in 2017. What I did say was, I don't really have anything else to say to you, so uh, have a good night. As cold as ice, Brad Myers. I like it. You know, you yeah. gotta be, right? Yeah, well, especially to exes. And I thought that was funny. I thought it's a little... That is pretty funny. Uh, also, I think she wanted you back. Uh, too bad. Yes, this train has left the station. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, Mr. Conductor, do you have anything left you want to say? 
Uh, yeah. Okay, you want to stick around to a Blue Jays one with I'd me? I'd love to stick around right. to a Blue Jays one with you. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. As well, uh, please help us out with our sponsorship. Check out our Facebook page. Look for the Virage Sale. Uh, it's pinned to the top. If you link through, if you sign up through our link, we get a little kickback. Help the podcast run smooth. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, go check out Smash Wrestling. Smash-Wrestling.com. Smash Wrestling. At Smash Wrestling. Yep. Um, check out Brad uh, Barefoot Brad at Brad, Barefoot Brad at Brad Meyer Smash at Brad Meyer Smash I think I'm actually just Brad Myers now my goodness yeah, I think it changed just but like yeah, onion, at just Brad like, Meyer Smash sorry. on Instagram on Twitter yeah find Brad tell listen follow Ian if you want Ian? a fun account we didn't really touch on Ian but okay. uh, follow Ian at Eon Blood oh my goodness uh, that's E-Y-O-N B-L-O-O-D that man is the heart and soul of Smash Wrestling. I like it. Already. He's the funniest guy. That, that man Paso creates pitcher, moments. That Paso picture from him from like a year ago in Barry's Bay. Still my favorite. Yeah, like he's, so he. That guy creates moments wherever he goes. When when I think of like photos that I remember the seconds before I die, seeing that photo is going to be one of them. Him passed out in the chair with the beer. With the beer in his hand. And then he just wakes up and goes mm-hmm, morning <laughs> and starts drinking the beer. Unbelievable. Like my daughter does the exact same thing with her with her breast milk. That's perfect. Yeah. So I'm just saying, Ian, your baby. Yeah. Ian has a kid. (laughs) (laughs) 